it still surprises me that there are people out there who don't drink enough water. If you don't have enough reasons to drink this life-saving substance, then I have one more for you. Drinking water helps your thyroid do its job. You already know that hypothyroidism is bad because it results in symptoms like weight gain, hair loss, and fatigue. And hopefully, you also already know that being dehydrated is bad because about 60% of your body is made of water. But did you also know that being dehydrated can make your thyroid function worse? This is important because drinking water is something that is 100% in your control, and it's something that should never limit thyroid function, especially if you already have a thyroid problem. If you are somebody who doesn't drink enough water and you know it, let me give you some reasons right now to go fill up your glass. Reason number one, dehydration impacts thyroid hormone delivery. In states of dehydration, your body will preferentially shunt blood into the more vital organs such as your heart and kidneys. Yes, blood still makes it to all of the tissues in your body even when you are dehydrated, but the amount getting to your peripheral tissues decreases. And with it, so does the delivery of thyroid hormones. And less thyroid hormone delivery means less stimulation of those tissues. This is not an ideal situation if you are already dealing with thyroid-related problems like hair loss, swelling of the legs, or muscle cramps in tissues far from the heart. The good news is that the critical tissues like your brain, heart, kidneys, and liver will get the majority of what they need due to the shunting of blood, but they are, in effect, taking thyroid hormone away from other tissues and using it for themselves. This reduction in thyroid hormone delivery is not likely to cause any issues unless you already have a thyroid problem. But given that you can simply prevent dehydration by drinking more water, there's no reason to accept decreased thyroid hormone delivery to any tissue. Reason number two, dehydration impacts thyroid hormone binding proteins. In case you didn't know, 99% of thyroid hormone floating around in your blood is bound to proteins and completely inactive. This leaves a measly 1% of thyroid hormone that is available to be used by your cells. Why does this matter? Because in states of dehydration, you end up concentrating proteins which are found in your blood and used to bind to and carry thyroid hormone. This condition, known as hemoconcentration, impacts your thyroid in two ways. The first is by making your thyroid lab tests less reliable and more inaccurate. When there is less water in the blood, which happens when you are dehydrated, your thyroid hormones become concentrated and appear increased when you check your thyroid labs. But the reality is your thyroid hormone levels haven't changed, only the amount of water in your blood. Once you rehydrate with more water, your thyroid hormones will appear to decrease back to their normal level. The absolute value of thyroid hormones hasn't changed, just their concentration based on the water content of your blood. Think about adding one cup of sugar to one cup of water versus adding one cup of sugar to two cups of water. Both glasses of water only have one cup of sugar, but the cup with more water will be less sweet. The bottom line is that if you get your thyroid labs tested when you are dehydrated, your thyroid hormone levels will appear better than they really are. And on top of this, it may actually impact their function as well, which brings us to point number two. Dehydration impacts the small amount of free thyroid hormone that your body has available for use. It may seem good that your thyroid hormones appear elevated when you are dehydrated, but you have to remember that this concentration effect 
also impacts binding proteins. As the concentration of these binding proteins increases, they may start to bind to more thyroid hormone, which reduces the amount of free thyroid hormones that your body has to use. And since we already know that this number is very low, less than 1%, reducing this number even further may result in even less thyroid hormone activity. Problem number three, dehydration impacts skeletal muscle function and performance. This is a well-known side effect of dehydration and one of the main reasons that you will always see bodybuilders constantly drinking liquids. But what does muscle function have to do with thyroid function? Quite a bit, actually. Your muscles happen to be a major site of thyroid hormone activity, which means muscle health impacts thyroid health and vice versa. When you are dehydrated and due to changes to plasma osmolarity, blood is shunted away from your muscles, which decreases thyroid hormone along with it. This means that you are losing out on a major source of thyroid hormone activity and limiting your caloric burn in the process. It also may make the symptoms of muscle aches and muscle weakness worse, which is a symptom that about 80% of thyroid patients already suffer from and is known as hypothyroid myopathy. In short, Adequate hydration means better blood flow to the muscles, which means better thyroid hormone action on the muscles, which means better muscle function, better energy production, and more caloric burn. It's a win-win for both tissues. Reason number four, dehydration reduces the filtering and elimination of chemicals that have negative thyroid effects. I've mentioned before that thyroid patients have a hard time eliminating toxic compounds from the body. Because of this, they are more sensitive to compounds called endocrine disrupting chemicals or EDCs for short. These EDCs are chemicals that we all come into contact with on a daily basis and they are known to have antithyroid effects. They interfere with thyroid hormone binding, increase the breakdown of thyroid hormones in the liver, and negatively influence thyroid binding carrier proteins. Put simply, they disrupt thyroid function in multiple ways. And your kidneys just so happen to be one of the main ways that your body eliminates these compounds. If you are in a state of dehydration, less fluid is moving through your kidneys, which means these compounds stay in your system for longer. And the longer they stay in your system, the more opportunities they have to negatively impact your thyroid. Proper hydration, along with sweating and regular bowel movements, ensure that you are capable of eliminating them. This all begs the question, how can you tell if you need more water or if you are dehydrated? The most simple way to tell is by looking at the color of your urine. If you are in a state of dehydration, your body will attempt to preserve as much water as possible. This means you will urinate less frequently, and when you do, your urine will be very dark. This isn't the only symptom associated with dehydration, and others may include a sensation of being thirsty, dry skin and dry lips, dizziness, tenting of the skin, especially on the back of the hand, dry mouth, low blood pressure, bad breath, reduced skin elasticity, and even headaches. Once you've determined you need more water, the next question you should ask yourself is, how much water should I be drinking? And the answer to this question is way more complicated than you might think. Despite how important water is for every single tissue in your body, no one can really tell you how much you should drink each day. It sounds crazy, but if you spend any amount of time out there researching, you won't be given a clear answer. The reality is how much you need to drink depends a lot on your diet and your activity level, but other factors can influence your need for water, including things like medications and even the presence of certain medical conditions. So while I can't give you an exact amount to drink, I can give you several guidelines that will help you stay hydrated. First, aim to drink at least 64 ounces of filtered water each day. That's eight cups, by the way, but don't be afraid to push that up to one gallon per day if needed. This is especially true if you are somebody who exercises heavily 
or if you are using a far infrared sauna regularly. Plenty of people report positive side effects when drinking up to one gallon of water per day, including things like better skin health, more energy, and even better appetite control. So aiming for somewhere between 64 to 128 ounces is probably the sweet spot. Next, do your best to stay on top of your water intake to avoid ever becoming dehydrated in the first place. In other words, try to avoid the sensation of feeling thirsty. By the time you feel thirsty, you are already behind in your water intake and you'll have to play catch up. Next, try to drink the majority of your water intake before the evening. The whole point of drinking your water early in the day is to make sure that it doesn't cause issues when you try to sleep. Next, limit your intake of caffeine and alcohol as much as possible. Both of these compounds prevent your body from creating a hormone called ADH, which your kidneys use to recapture water. Both of these compounds promote dehydration through this mechanism. Next, eat plenty of fruits and vegetables. Roughly 20 to 25% of your daily intake of water comes from the foods that you eat. If you are someone that struggles to drink enough water every day, then maybe eating more of these healthy foods will be the solution for you. Plus, eating more fruits and vegetables has other benefits as well. Next, try to drink enough water so that your urine runs clear at least once per day. This ensures that you are flushing enough water through your kidneys in a short period of time. If you can follow these guidelines, then you should be able to ever avoid becoming dehydrated in the first place. Now the real question is, will drinking more water fix your thyroid problem? And the answer to this question is no. If you are somebody who has a condition like hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's, drinking water will not cure your thyroid problem. It's best to think of water intake as a preventative measure as opposed to a therapeutic measure. Having said that, there are probably many of you who are listening to this right now who are living in a state of chronic underhydration, which means that yes, you personally might see some improvement in thyroid function if you are already in this state. But for most of you, this is really just something that you should be doing every single day, both to prevent dehydration from making your thyroid function worse and from interfering with your thyroid lab tests. Drinking more water is important for sure, but so is eating the right foods. And if you want to learn which foods are best for people with thyroid problems, I'd recommend checking out this video next.